0: Hello there, and greetings to you. Welcome to Duel of the Takes, the movie and pop culture podcast that pins the wildest, most unpopular opinions head to head. This week, Alden and Jory are going head to head in a brand new draft battle debate to determine the sequels better than the original movies. My name's Nathaniel Martin, and I am joined by my regular co-hosts Joshua Kubis, Alden Mason, and Jory Boston. Hello everyone, welcome back to Duel of the Takes. Today we're doing a uh, rather special episode. We decided to make things a little bit competitive and we're doing a uh, draft-style debate, uh, but we're doing a tournament. This is probably going to be a three-part series. It's going to be Alden versus Jory for round one, at round one part two. It's going to be Josh versus Nate, and then uh, the finale will be the week after, and that is going to be the winner of each. Jory and Alden are going to be deep. Debating sequels better than the original. Josh and I will be debating coming of age sports movies. Josh, you want to explain the rules of this draft challenge as you're the one who created it? Absolutely.
1: So this is the movie draft. Two teams will go at it for each round. There will be 20 slots the teams have to choose movies from. They get a set, they get a whole list of films that relates to the topic and they will take turns drafting each movie until they both reach 20. Now, you want to pick movies based on your own opinion and the critical reception of this movie and other factors, but you also want to take in the opinions of the rest of the panel because when we're done with each list, we will have both teams give a couple minutes to defend their list if they have some interesting picks that maybe the judges want to explore, but the other two members of the panel are the judges. And if there's a tie, if, for example, I pick Alden's list and Nate picks Jory's list, there will be a tiebreaker where we will ask somebody else which which list they think is better.
0: So for the Jory versus Alden, sequels better than the original. The pool to pick from are Shrek 2, Godfather Part 2, Empire Strikes Back, T2 Judgment Day, Toy Story 2, Aliens, Evil Dead 2, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Blade Runner 2049, Mad Max Fury Road, Star Trek II: Wrath of Khan, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, X2, X-Men United, Adam's Family Values, Superman 2, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Thor Ragnarok, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Dawn of the Dead, Fast and the Furious 5, or Fast 5. How to Train Your Dragon 2, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, 10 Cloverfield Lane, Kung Fu Panda 2, Spider-Man 2, Skyfall, Batman Returns, Halloween 2018, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, X-Men Days of Future Past, Neighbors 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Tron Legacy, Kill Bill Volume 2. Men in Black 3, 22 Jump Street, Ice Age The Meltdown, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Toy Story 3, Iron Man 3, Cars 3, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Star Trek Beyond, Gremlins 2, Back to the Future 3, Star Trek Beyond, Jurassic World, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Bad Max 2, Road Warrior, Goldfinger, Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi, John Wick, Chapter 2, and Deadpool 2. Is Star Trek Beyond supposed to be on here twice? Uh, no. Is it supposed to be uh, both...
2: Sequels like
0: Into Darkness and
2: Beyond? No, just beyond. Okay, who's kicking
0: us off here? Alden's gonna kick off. So, the way we did the seeding for this tournament, uh, we decided to just make seedings based off previous debates who's had more accurate lists in the past. Alden is the number four seed, and Jory's the number one, and Josh and I are number two and three, respectively. Yeah, I think it's mostly based off the Burton one, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Pretty clutch top five for the Burton one, not for me.
0: (laughs) so alden what is your number one draft pick
1: he's studying the list this is big brain energy right now
0: after a good consideration it's obviously shrek
3: 2 there it is
1: (laughs) just give us a sentence or two on why
3: we've had this argument twice now i think so i prefer shrek Two. i think it is a more memorable movie and to me at least um i know for like maybe half of you it's you prefer the first one. But I think the most memorable part of the first one is probably Lord Farquaad. Whereas with Shrek 2, you have Puss in Boots, you have Donkey as a horse, Shrek as a human instead of an ogre, and then you have Fairy Godmother. And of course, holding out for a hero covered by Fairy Godmother.
1: So you find the plot points more interesting than the original.
2: Yeah. I could see that. Jory. What
0: is your number one draft
2: pick? My number one draft pick. This has been a long time coming, especially if you follow the history of the channel. Uh, Our first big break, probably our Pixar bracket. I really did this movie dirty, and it is time that I have made my amends. My number one pick is Toy Story 2. (laughs) Toy Story 2, in all ways, is superior to the original, and it has... Put the company of Pixar on a pace of chasing a high that they can never quite recapture the way that they did it here. Every emotional gut punch that they have can uh, trace its origins back to uh, Jesse's backstory. Every third act villain can trace its origins back to Stinky Pete. I think that Toy Story 2 is fantastic, and I have no idea how I could be so blind.
0: Putting it in the top three of the Pixar video.
1: Yes. Because I, cause I campaigned for Ratatouille too hard. <laughs> Back when Josh and I were allies.
3: I assisted in Ratatouille getting way too high, gonna be honest.
1: All right, so two animated movies for the first two picks. My expectations have been subverted.
0: I think that the cases made, I think, are very valid on both ends. I want to sway with my bias and say that Toy Story 2 is the better movie, but we've got 19 more picks to go.
1: I think these are both very respectful picks. I think both of these movies were a bit too high. Oh, for sure. Oh, wait a second. Are we actually ordering these in, like, order? Yes. Are you keeping track of that, Nate? Yeah, I
3: do. I have My next one is actually The Dark
1: Knight. Okay. All right. So why The
3: Dark Knight? We just talked about this in the Batman one, but honestly, Batman Begins isn't great. And The Dark Knight is just regarded as one of the best movies, period. And the fact that it's like dead middle in a trilogy just kind of sets a weird tone, especially for The Dark Knight Rises, which is not a bad movie, but it holds very little to the dark knight
1: i think nate has been quoted a couple of times on this on this podcast now saying the dark knight is the godfather of this generation without
0: a doubt yeah i say that and i mean it in terms of the critical reception and the popularity uh, like blending in in some capacity
2: yeah speaking of the godfather of uh, this current generation, my number two pick is going to be something that I really should have picked as number one, because I do consider it to be perhaps the greatest sequel of all time, The Godfather Part Two. My appreciation for The Godfather Part Two, if we don't want to get into the technical uh, achievements of that film, even though they are fantastic, just speaking strictly from a narrative standpoint. The Godfather Part 2 not only succeeds at being a fantastic sequel but also a fantastic prequel to the same story of The Godfather Part 1. You get to see what uh Michael Corleone does as he becomes as he assumes the same role that his father did and the differences between who he was and who his father was as far as being the boss goes. But then you also get to see uh you get to see uh Don Corleone And his entire development from when he was a child from when he originally left sicily to becoming where he was at in the point that we met him at the beginning of the godfather one i think that every sequel to any movie should look at how the godfather part two expands the story in um when you're going to make your sequel if you think it's even uh necessary to be made if you think that you can add something to the conversation I think The Godfather Part 2 is fantastic.
0: Uh, One thing that's really interesting is Godfather 1 came out two years before, won Best Picture. Godfather 2 came out two years later and also won Best Picture.
1: Wild. That's insane. I think if me and you were going at it in this round, Nate, this would have been our individual first picks. They're both of their number two picks. Yeah, but draft draft spot two is a respectable choice. Absolutely. That's kind of the beauty of the draft. Somebody could steal a movie that you're about to say since we're going back and forth. What
0: is your number three? Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Word.
1: This is getting interesting. I know that is a movie Joy likes very much.
2: Yes, that was going to be one of my picks. I don't know if I would have had it this high, but... I wanted
3: it to be pretty high. It There's no other movie that a majority of my friends who are in no way similar say that it is their favorite. I have multiple friends who say their favorite movie is Mad Max Fury Road, who have never met each other, do not have similar personalities in the slightest, and it's an incredible movie.
2: Have you
0: seen any of the other uh, Mad Max movies?
3: Uh, the first one, I haven't seen the other two.
0: How do you think it uh, expands as um, a continuation of the story, even if you've only seen the first one? It, there It's very loosely connected.
1: So, I mean, just compare the two.
3: Because it's loose... I don't really care about the connection too too much and it stands alone very well.
1: It was my first Mad Max movie and I didn't feel lost at all or felt like I need any more lore. Yeah,
3: same.
0: Yeah, it just throws you right into the action. Like the whole movie is pretty much one giant action set piece, which is really cool.
3: I, I don't want to say that the first one aged poorly, but I feel like Fury Road might just be a better movie in general
0: than the original and that's what this list is for so i respect that jory what's your number three draft pick
2: my number three draft pick is going to be terminator 2 judgment day i think terminator 2 we've discussed on this channel before is the concept of the original Terminator taken almost as far as it can go. I still don't think that we've seen any movie in the franchise do better than Terminator two. And we see so much in this movie. We see the subversion of expectations and Arnold Schwarzenegger being the good guy sent to help John Connor instead of to murder his mother as in the original. We see all of the amazing action set pieces like the chase scene and the reservoir with the motorcycle and the truck uh the t-1000 all of the effect scenes with that are just amazing terminator 2 is a great fucking movie and it's outclasses the original in every way
0: i agree but i do think there is some potential in doing a terminator prequel i will stand by that i wrote a feature screenplay <laughs> i was about to say i wonder why wait till nicholas
1: alexander and i get this prequel up off the ground so alden back to what is this the number 4 pick? Number 4 pick. Here we go. All
3: right, I feel like this one might be a little surprising, but Skyfall.
1: I like this pick.
3: I know me and you have like talked a lot about Skyfall in the past. I haven't seen like all the Bond movies, but of the ones I've seen, Skyfall is just by far the Best and compared to the original, it's better. And I, I just there's no other Bond movie I can go back and just watch again. But Skyfall, I can go rewatch whenever I want.
1: There's a lot of debate with that movie because Casino Royale is also very loved by a lot of people. But Skyfall, it was my first Bond movie, so maybe I do have a connection to it. But out of all of them that I've seen now, it's still like my personal favorite. It's definitely like not only it's like a top tier Bond movie, it's just a really good movie in general, which is always a plus too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think uh Skyfall's a good choice. I think even if you don't love the movie as much as like some people will stand by Casino Royale as being like one of the best Bond movies, especially this grittier take on James Bond. But even if you look at the whole catalog of now twenty five James Bond movies, Skyfall's a standout regardless. I think it does a lot of things right. So I think that's a that's a good pick. I think it's a lot higher than some people would put it on a list like this, but I respect the take. Yeah. All right, Jory. Jory with your number 4. My number 4 is going
2: to be Blade Runner 2049.
1: Oh, it's the greatest sci-fi movie of all time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> According to a couple idiots on the internet.
0: It's kind of wild it turned out that way, but I don't disagree. Uh why do you think it's uh, as good as it is, Jory? Going into it, I
2: Definitely was excited. This movie always looked good from uh, all of the trailers and development stuff. There was always the worry, though, that it wouldn't quite live up to the legend that was Blade Runner 1, such like a titan of the of sci-fi as a genre, really, that it would skew too much towards like a casual audience, be just like a blockbuster. But when the movie finally came out and we finally got it... I ended up enjoying it almost as much as the original as far as the questions that it posed about AI. I thought that all of the stuff with um, Deckard and Rachel having a child possibly was very interesting and it's stuff that still like even years later still thinking on the movie has you questioning like okay so how synthetic are these replicants like what really is the true difference. I think Kay is a really compelling character I think his whole arc with his AI girlfriend is really good and so is his whole arc with um, thinking that he is the child of Deckard that's like been prophesized that they have to like protect and everything I think that Blade Runner 2049 is an awesome movie and I think that it's even better that it managed to live up to the
0: impossible expectations that were set for it I agree I think it's a great choice. I'm happy to see it this high on the list.
1: You guys know my personal take that I really like 2049. I think the first one is a classic, but I like 2049 just, just a little just a little bit more.
0: The fact that it's even that close is such a uh, such an achievement. It is it is a testament to pick up a story that well, especially one with such a following and such a staple to the genre and continue it and please the people that love the original. I don't know anyone who loves Blade Runner, and can't stand Blade Runner 2049. So now to you, Alden, with number five. All right, so Batman Returns. Okay. You mean number six on our DC movie? It was my number one. It was all three of you guys' number one. Yeah, it was. What a mess. That episode is straight up wild. So why is Batman Returns uh, at number five for you, Alden?
3: I have a lot more fun with this one. I I really like... um penguin in it and then you also have Catwoman. I, I just think the uh characters introduced and involved in this one are better
1: there's some pretty iconic characters in
0: it yeah all right jory what's your numero five
2: i'm gonna go with my gut on this one And I want Spider-Man 2 on my team. All right, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2.
1: I'm very surprised this was not in the top five, to be honest.
2: It's not in my top five, but it is on my list. Spider-Man 2 needs to be in the top five greatest sequels of all time. Because it really defined this character for the generation that was present for this movie and the generation after. And for a character as as huge as Spider-Man, and it is important to as many people as Spider-Man is, that much is just groundbreaking better than the original spider-man in a lot of ways if you want to talk about the villains i know that uh, nate had a take on one of our episodes about uh willem defoe as uh the green goblin <laughs> that he was a little too over the top that he was similar to a that he was similar to a power rangers villain however i don't think that you can aim that same kind of criticism at alfred molina's turn as uh Doc Ock, yes, it is still that like outlandish comic book style that the Raimi Spider-Man movies always did so well. He's also so much more grounded. He feels more like a real person rather than somebody who is just like, oh no, I'm insane now.
0: Insane in the membrane! Insane,
2: insane in the brain. brain! And Peter Parker's arc as Spider-Man here is so good too, where he's losing confidence in what he's doing, so he's like losing his powers. And he gives up on being Spider-Man for a while before he realizes how much the city needs him. You have action set pieces like the train scene in Spider-Man 2, which is legendary on its own. I, I just love this movie. And I know that there are plenty of people that feel the same.
0: All right, Alden.
3: What is your number six pick? I feel like this one's kind of interesting, but John Wick Chapter 2. Okay. Okay. It's definitely the best choreographed uh, action movie of its type. Well, there's The
0: Raid 2, but yeah.
3: I kind of watched... The first time I watched Chapter 2 was after I watched Chapter 3, but I watched them all within uh, like a two-week span. It was a really weird scenario, but I saw three first, then 1, then 2, and 2 was the best of all of them. I agree. Not to say that the others are bad, but this one's better better. better than the original for sure. And it's actually better than the sequel, but not by much.
0: I think it's interesting. Uh, I guess they're continuing the John Wick movies. I think there's a fourth one slated to come out like the same day as Matrix 4 or whatever as a middle film in a what is currently a trilogy. I think it does a great job of building upon the first one in terms of the lore, but then also uh, doing what people loved about the first one in the fight choreography and in the action sequencing uh, in elevating that as well. I, I do think John Wick Chapter Two is a great sequel. Um, I think it's a little high. I think it's a little soon to pick it, but I'm glad that you did, Alden. I'm glad this movie's on your list. Cool. Jory with the number six draft pick. All right, Josh, you and me will do team names since we're doing a sports uh, theme. That'll work out.
2: I'm going to go with Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Nicely done. As somebody who recently, very recently got into the Indiana Jones movies, I feel like The first movie, Raiders, I thought it was good, I thought it was really fun, but it didn't really have me needing to seek out the sequels, much to uh, one of our panel members' chagrin, who uh, constantly (laughs) reminded me that I needed to be watching these movies, and eventually I did. And Temple of Doom was temple of doom but then i finally got to indiana jones and the last crusade and this movie felt like what i had thought indiana jones was like just hearing about him all of the fun all of the comedic moments in this movie uh sean connery as his father this movie is just fantastic if there is like one indiana jones movies
0: for me this is it good choice solid i i really think it's a perfect bookend for a trilogy uh you know the opening scene taking place before the events of everything and then the last scene taking place at the end very similar to godfather 2 to me in terms of the structure so I, I think it's a good pick alden with your number seven draft pick
3: uh okay so my original number seven was spider-man 2 but that's taken so my next up is Toy Story
1: 3 weird flex but okay
3: second favorite Toy Story after Toy Story 2 yeah so I assuming this was the conclusion I thought it was really good and I'm just gonna base it on my opinion of it before the fourth one came out that's fair let's ignore that one I, I think the passing off of Andy's toys was a great way to finish it even though they didn't. When I first saw it, I hadn't watched the other two a bunch of times, like most people probably did. I didn't have a childhood that was filled with Toy Story. So I had only seen the first two a couple times and seeing the third one,
0: I really enjoyed it. As someone who did grow up watching the first two, like on repeat, uh, it was really exciting for me. Uh, I was, I think, 11 when Toy Story 3 came out. So, you know, I'm at that point where, like, oh, you shouldn't be, like, watching kids' movies. Like, that's lame. Like, Josh X communicated uh, DreamWorks from his catalog at that point. <laughs> it was really cool seeing Toy Story have merchandise all over stores and being in the public eye again. It was something that I missed because I was an infant when the of, when Toy Story 2 came out. And then as I was coming of age third movie's out. There's the toys that I always wanted as a kid are now on shelves. I definitely copped some Toy Story 3 merchandise. I think it's a step down from Toy Story 2, but the the way that these drafts are playing out, it it is noted as that. So I think it's a respectful choice, and I do agree with you. It's a solid conclusion to these characters.
1: The title of the draft is sequels better than the originals, so there definitely is an argument there. Well,
0: according to our uh, Pixar list, Toy Story 3 is better than Toy Story 1 so your number seven draft pick all
2: right my number seven i'm gonna go with guardians of the galaxy volume two good choice so guardians 2 as a sequel to the original I think it does a lot better in many ways, specifically in the characterization of uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord, his relationship with uh, all of the Guardians, Gamora especially, but also his relationship with Ego, who we learn is his father. Just the father-son dynamic that we get in this movie is unparalleled by anything in the MCU, which is a little insane when you think about one of the biggest like character connections that they made after they introduced Spider-Man was. Tony Stark and Spider-Man's like pseudo father-son relationship and it's crazy to me that in the Guardians of the Galaxy just two movies right now we got a better father-son story between Star-Lord and Yondu than we ever got between Tony Stark and Spider-Man even though they'd been hyping that relationship up over the course of like four or five movies before it finally reached its conclusion looking at those movies back to back ignoring all of the noise going on around it. I think that it's very hard to argue that the first one is better than the second, and I do think that the second does better than the first one in almost every
0: area. Guardians 2 may not be as impactful as the first Guardians movie in terms of when it came out and the uh, hype that it generated, but I definitely think it's a better movie, so I respect your, your pick here.
1: We've gone through seven picks now, right? This is interesting. I still feel like... Both teams are missing a couple movies. I mean, we still have like over half of this to do yet. Yeah, there's 13 picks left. I'm just a little surprised what the first seven were, but I'm very, very intrigued to see how the rest of the top 10 goes.
0: Alden, when you're ready with your number eight. So my next up is
3: Adam's Family Values. I just think that this one is definitely more memorable. Uh, there is a lot more going on on with this one but it's not hard to follow so all of the characters basically are just in separate positions rather than everyone together uh the the summer camp scenes were pretty funny not gonna lie and um yeah just fester through the whole thing was also really funny
0: yeah i think adam's family values expands upon the adam's family from the first one as well as the tv show Uh, And I do think it's nice that they decided to give it more of the structure of the television show, whereas the first one was very, very much. uh, I think Adam's Family Values is the best uh, piece of Adam's Family uh, uh, media.
3: I agree, but I haven't seen the new animated one.
0: I don't think that even contends. That looks like a Hotel Transylvania movie. (laughs) I'm just saying I haven't seen it. I mean, Oscar Isaac as Gomez is tempting. But
3: That's the only thing I have going for it right now.
0: But it's not him. Cartoon.
3: But it
2: wouldn't be him with Snake, either. Yes, it would. What are you talking about? Okay. What do you mean, okay? Is it going to be live-action?
0: Yes. I hope it's not CG, because we have Metal
1: Gear Solid 5. (laughs) What if it's like Detective Pikachu and Snake is CG, but everyone else is (laughs) live-action? Everybody else is a real human, but Snake
2: is just a weird PS1 model. All right, Jory, to you with the number 8 draft pick my number eight is harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban there it is
1: yeah i feel like this was the key movie that's actually yeah that's my next one
2: i've been holding off for a while on it but i couldn't do it any longer I wanted to make sure that I sprinkled in some movies that I knew that our panel would enjoy more than I do before I completely forget about them but Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is a movie which means a lot to franchise which means a whole lot to me Harry Potter is one of my favorite franchises it's one of the first things that I remember being passionate about when I was a kid and Prisoner of Azkaban is the perennial entry in that series. The first two movies had that little edge of darkness to them, but I mean, not more than just like, oh no, there's a magical monster, Harry has to defeat. This movie, Harry delves into a lot more with his past, with who his parents were, what their relationships with people were uh, when they went to Hogwarts. There's a serial killer chasing him through this entire journey, but another element to uh, reinforce the theme of the past, the entire third act is a time travel story where they have to go and fix everything
0: that went wrong originally prisoner of azkaban is fantastic yes it is and it's incredibly well shot and directed thank you Birdman. very cool josh do you think uh prisoner of azkaban being at number eight is a fine spot
1: absolutely to be honest based on how much better that movie is from a directing standpoint it definitely could have cracked my personal top five it but a no doubt Belongs in the top 10. Alden, when you're ready with your number nine pick. I had Prisoner of Azkaban
3: and Goblet of Fire back to back, so my next one is Goblet of Fire. No kidding.
1: Two Potters back to back.
3: Potter Potter. I saw it going down this way. I just didn't know who was picking which. I'm going to be honest. I put Prisoner of Azkaban above Goblet of Fire. I think it's a better movie, but I prefer watching
0: Goblet of Fire. I do think it is one of the most entertaining Harry Potter movies. Yes. Is there a reason you think it's better than previous entries?
3: Yeah. Uh there's a lot because everyone knows I'm not a huge fan of Sorcerer's Stone. I think in terms of rewatchability, and I don't want to try and taint this with the amount of times I've seen the first one, but Goblet of Fire, one of the most. I guess other people could prefer um some of the others, but I would say rewatchability for Goblet of Fire is one of the best for the franchise the triwizard tournaments were done incredibly well and i think just the expansion upon hogwarts and the other schools just definitely outdoes everything before is the guy is the
0: triwizard tournament something that happens every seven years harry did you put your name in the goblet of
1: fire he asked calmly i think i think this movie is very um very friendly towards people who aren't like huge fans of harry potter people who have kind of just seen the movies or just like watch a casually they'll say oh the one with the the tournament games that's the that's my favorite one elbow fire is kind of like the the casual pick i guess it's i don't know
0: it's the blockbuster of the harry potter it says every five years
2: the schools took it in turn yeah
3: okay i'm on the fandom website and it doesn't list the frequency it lists the dates that it's happened and it's 1294 1494 1792 in 1994
0: those are all in five-year increments so that makes sense
3: those are in uh, 200
0: year 300 year increments well yes but they're all multiples of five okay
2: yeah i see that
0: moving on to jory with number
2: nine number nine (laughs) okay i'm gonna go with superman too interesting we really slept on this entry when we were doing our uh, DC list. Yes, we did. I know a bunch of people have a more nostalgic relationship with Superman 1 than they do with Superman 2, but I certainly feel that Superman 2 is a better movie all around. Just Superman 2 as a movie, everything about it is so iconic. General Zod... All of the Kryptonians that come down. Superman giving up his powers for Lois. I mean, like, this is my favorite Superman story. And I don't even, I'm not even a fan of the character. You don't have bra moments like in the first one where he reverses time by flying around the planet or where everybody's just like, oh my God, he's so cool. And that's just the plot of the movie. I think Superman 2 is much better than the original. And I think that for its importance
0: to movie history i have to place it in the top 10 very very solid pick i i'm happy to see it represented in the top 10
1: better than man of steel
0: that's not even a question
2: yeah no doubt i feel like most superman movies
0: are better than man of steel superman 2 is the best superman movie
1: Oof.
3: I disagree, but I understand.
0: All right, Alden, with your number 10.
3: Uh, You ready for a hot take? And this isn't my number 10. This is just... Uh,
0: Let's get ready to hot take.
3: I'm I'm two behind. This is my number 12. Okay. A hot take. The Force Awakens.
0: You're going to win Gotch over with that one. Mm-hmm. Better than the original, as in, like, better than A New Hope? I think better than where the franchise was left
2: off. So maybe better than Revenge of the Sith, but... Oh, without a doubt.
1: It's just kind of a sequel to Star Wars in general. Pushing forward.
0: Why does it work as a continuation uh, for you, Alden?
3: The plot sort of feels a lot like A New Hope, and it's definitely a uh, hero's journey story. The difference is now you don't have the brand new whatever that Star Wars introduced. Everything has been established in Star Wars. They have a lot to build upon with it. And then they introduce basically a completely new cast. And then they kill Afonso. That's That's the one part that's not better than the original, but whatever.
0: Really? I think that's the one part that might be better. I
2: would argue that it's the one part that is better than the original. Um, I just wish it was
3: not
0: like Kylo Ren killing
3: him. I guess it, there's not really an alternative I'd
0: propose. Josh is a big pro wrestling fan. That's the perfect, like, hey, your new antagonist is killing off a beloved favorite. That's like, it was definitely a heartbreaking scene in theaters.
1: A lot of ways, this movie is kind of a love letter to A New Hope.
3: It is. And that that's the thing, right? It's It, it does a lot of the same things, but... For the majority, in my opinion, of the same things that it does, it does just a little bit better. I think it just follows through a little bit better. I think the pacing is better. In terms of movie quality, The Force Awakens is better.
0: It's kind of a miracle that the first one worked. So the fact that Force Awakens was something that was calculated to work and not only work, but print money and did so. Good good choice, Alden. I think it's a respectful top 10 sequel.
1: I think there's definitely an argument for it. Jory,
0: to you with number 10, Ice Age to Meltdown. (laughs) please <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one global
2: warming it's in my list here's a signature take of mine that's got to come up i gotta put this in the top 10 x-men days of future past there it is it's actually
1: my
3: next one
1: thank god if alden took days of future past that would have been so funny <laughs> x-men days of future past uh before you even begin are you treating this as a better sequel to the original X-Men or First Class? Or both? It's kind of a sequel to both.
2: Yeah. If you consider it just a sequel to First Class, then the older X-Men kind of come out of nowhere. But it's kind of a sequel to The Wolverine as far as the like timeline goes.
1: And then at the end of this movie, The Wolverine isn't even canon in the timeline.
2: Yeah, that was ballsy of them. I actually quite liked The Wolverine. I thought it was fun little whatever of a movie yeah me too x-men days of future past is my personal favorite x-men movie that i have famously gone on record as saying it is the best superhero movie i still believe that i love x-men days of future past so much and nobody fucking point out that there are other superhero movies that are higher on my list or else i'll beat
1: the shit out of you (laughs) wait wait i have a question joy yeah if you think this is the greatest superhero movie of all time why was it drafted after spider-man 2 spider-man 2 and
2: guardians 2 and superman 2 The reason being is because I was kind of trying to play the meta a little bit. Good call. <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past would have been a lot higher for me, but I know that it would have been a hard sell for everybody else if I was like, all right, Godfather Part 2, third, X-Men Days of Future Past. <laughs> I think it was the right call. You read the room, Jory. It's an easier argument to be made because with those other movies, you don't have to have that conversation where it's like, okay, so is this a sequel to one of the seven movies that came before it? Like, how, how are we doing this here? It's just a little cleaner. To do it this way. X Men Days of Future Past, as a follow up to X Men First Class and to the greater X Men uh, universe that came before it, I think it does an amazing job. And I don't think that there's any movie like it in that we see the reboot cast reunite with the original cast in such. A well-integrated way. I mean, the closest thing that I can think of is possibly the 2009 Star Trek reboot, and even then, all we get is uh, Leonard Nimoy returning as Spock. It's not really the same thing. Right. Is my ideal X-Men story really? It's what I look for. The world's in crisis. Everybody hates mutants. We're about to like start the Sentinel program, and it's only because of the goodwill of the mutants saving us that we are then going to go on to tolerate them much longer it preaches an agenda of like sewing for peace rather than sewing for war and i think that that's really important and it's just so fucking entertaining like you get the sequences like when um they stop mystique from shooting uh trask the first time and then magneto wants to kill her You get all of the Quicksilver sequences that happen in the first half when he's there. I think X-Men Days of Future Past is is a
0: fantastic sequel.
1: I like when Charles tells Wolverine he's on acid. (laughs) You're on acid,
2: yeah.
0: I think it's one of the uh, most ambitious sequels, uh, because it's not only a continuation of X-Men First Class, which was a bit of a runaway success, at least in terms of critical, you know, acclaim. Yeah, right, after you know a couple hit or miss x-men movies days of future past is like okay well we're going to continue that with this new reboot but then also going back and fixing the timeline with some of the notable bad movies i think it's super ambitious i don't think there's too many other sequels that want to make a franchise succeed more i just think it's so weird they failed to follow up yeah yeah i agree they, they they literally like gave like the perfect setup for like an alley-oop game-winning buzzer beater slam dunk and then x-men apocalypse which i personally love but it's not a good movie i'm not gonna
2: dock spider-man 2 uh superman 2 or even the dark knight for that so i feel like i have to also ignore it with days of future past
0: oh absolutely absolutely i'm not saying it's a note against the movie i just think it's Interesting to note that, that, like, how did they fuck it up? <laughs> yeah. Alden, to you with number 11. I'm,
3: like, house-sitting for four cats, and I'm allergic to cats, so I'm just a mess right now. Why are you doing that? I have two cats of my own as well.
0: So why is Cats your number 11? <laughs> <laughs> what is that a sequel to? Uh, It's a sequel to Lay Miz.
3: Oh, that makes sense. All right, my number, whatever we're on, is Star Trek. Okay star trek wrath of khan
0: good fucking choice
1: both teams i think we're missing the top 10
3: so when i was originally building the list it was actually higher but i put some movies on top of it which is whatever but wrath of khan is really good it just doesn't even compare to the original of this this series
2: yeah see the place that you're in is the place that i wanted to avoid i haven't seen this movie so i didn't want to be placed with like coming up with points and like being like shit
1: so i haven't actually watched wrath of khan but i fell asleep during the original and i feel like anything's better than that
3: i would recommend that you watch it because i really like this one i enjoy
2: this movie for reasons
0: i
1: absolutely love star trek 2
0: wrath of khan and i agree with you alden that it expanded upon and just did what star trek the movie was supposed to do
3: i have no idea what they were doing in the original it just didn't feel like a good star trek at all
0: if i'm not mistaken was they wanted to do what the show was kind of built upon of kind of aimless never-ending adventure through space it, you know a clear directive and but no uh, end end goal there's there is no end goal so what they wanted to do was show the the world more they wanted to show the spacecraft more they wanted to do the things that the fans really liked with star trek the movie and that's why I think Star Trek fans like that movie. But Star Trek Two won over mainstream audiences. It's, it's an incredible sci-fi movie.
3: Uh, was this in our sci-fi bracket?
0: It was. And I got it to, to Elite Eight, even though no one else had seen it. So, if you haven't seen
3: that, I did say that my friend's brother watched this movie 17 times in theaters. Holy fuck. And he's not a Star Trek fan, but he took every single one of his friends to see this movie.
0: That's better than watching Captain Marvel 109 times. Better than seeing Captain Marvel twice and
2: dragging your friends that don't want to see
0: it do it. <laughs> yeah,
3: I just... I mean, I, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is just casting
0: from uh, Sherlock. Wait, are you talking about... Um, Star Trek Into Darkness? No. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was not an actor when Star Trek II Wrath of Khan came out.
1: Oh, I am mixing it up. Wait, so that dude saw... <laughs> into darkness 17 times wild
0: bruh
2: all right so recollecting for this so wait a minute would star trek into darkness be your number 11 then
0: no good because it's not on the list
2: (laughs) yeah i know but like (laughs) (laughs) so what just happened
3: because i just didn't like the first one um i also fell asleep And it, Josh. I I think they finally figured out what to do with the Star Trek movies with this
0: one for sure. Well, did they? Because search for Spock sucks. But at least this one is good. Have you seen Wrath of Khan? So, do you think Ricardo Montalban plays the character better than Benedict Cumberbatch, or do you think Cumberbatch and Into Darkness sold you on the character of Khan more?
3: Benedict Cumberbatch was good casting, but I wouldn't say that he sold me on the character more.
0: Gotcha. I I see where you're
2: saying.
3: Uh, I, I think they're both pretty good for the role. In their own regard but it's not quite the same character either jory what's your number 11
2: all right this has been sitting here for a while i'm gonna go with empire strikes back
1: thank god
2: (laughs) so i know that this movie isn't any of uh our top star wars movie At least I don't think so. As far as the original trilogy is concerned, this is what is considered to be the best Star Wars movie. And it's not really hard to see why, even if you don't agree with that point. As far as the world building that goes into uh, Empire Strikes Back and the set pieces, a lot of what people think about star wars like come from this movie like yoda is introduced in this movie battle sequence on hoth cloud city lando han getting frozen into carbonite that iconic twist where darth vader is revealed to be luke's father another uh, sister kiss between uh, luke and <laughs> leia empire empire is just awesome a lot of sequels have uh begun to do like post empire which is uh leave the story on like uh down and out Place in the second act because at the end of Empire Strikes Back, the heroes just lose. Like, nobody is really in a good spot at the end of this movie. The Empire kind of succeeds in their strike, and it's not until Return of the Jedi where they uh, kind of like reconvene and then they're like, all right, fuck games and fuck gamers.
0: Yeah, they bounce back with the help of the Viet Cong. I mean, Ewoks.
2: Yes. <laughs> And that's why Empire Strikes Back is number 11.
1: Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. When, when a sequel comes out that people really like, what's the first thing they say? The empire of this franchise, yeah. It, I feel like it just has to be on this list in some capacity.
3: My love for this movie just kind of grows every time I, I hear one of the actors talk about it. I am your father. And the script, only two actors knew of it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Mark Hamill actually got the script day of, which is wild. Time
3: he got it day of, um, so did uh, what's his face, and that was it. And then there was just the people filming. Are you talking
0: James? Jones or the body double? Probably the body double.
3: James Earl Jones didn't even know until he had to do the voice. He also got a day of, but it was a different day.
1: Lucky, I'm your papa. Do you guys know the body doubles like banned from all Star Wars events? <laughs> what? The guy who was in the Vader suit is banned why he was on the uh the people versus George Lucas documentary. Good for him. And George Lucas was like, fuck off. What a
2: Chad. Did you guys know that that guy is in uh, Clockwork
0: Orange? Yes, he is. All right, Alden. What's your number 12 sequel better than the original?
3: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation.
2: I respect this pick.
3: I don't even know the first one's like
2: name. National Lampoon's Vacation?
3: Yeah. Like, uh,
0: Wally World? Yep. And it's closed. Put John Candy at gunpoint and ride all the rides anyway. It's like people going to Disney World in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. Except instead of putting John Candy at gunpoint, they're putting this the nation's safety.
3: Guess who's going to Florida,
0: like, tomorrow? Uh, My mom and brother. I'm so happy for them.
3: Uh-oh. It's a mess.
0: All right. Well, why is Christmas Vacation better than the original? I don't
3: like it at all. Christmas Vacation is... A Christmas classic. You have the whole family show up. You have the power grid literally shut down when he plugs the lights in.
0: It's just kind of the cliché-ness of all of it is really well done. I definitely think it's the Shrek 2 of the National Lampoon's franchise.
1: i guess i like i like when he starts to sing the national anthem and like the grandfather's the one putting his hand on his heart
0: yeah i love it uh have you seen um european vacation alden it's the second one this is the third i have not actually i think you'd like that one but it's definitely a step down from both that i think he's gonna pork her the mom sex tape leaks it's wild it, it's kind of what? it's super ahead of its time and they win because they're on a game show you have to act like pigs and then win a european trip and then so the whole time they're all oinking like pigs and the europeans hate them you, you'd love it. it it's really funny <laughs> okay i full and didn't even know it existed yeah things got rough after this so the memorable moments are what sell you on christmas vacation uh
3: yes
1: we're talking about a christmas movie in july
2: all right uh my number 12 is gonna be uh dawn of the planet of the apes i really wish josh had watched it because i know that this would be like one of his like sleeper hit movies on here
1: when we rank the planet of the apes movies that's when i'll finally watch them
2: all the shit you gave me for not watching indiana jones okay looking
1: back the
3: Wrath of Khan still fits where I'd want it to be in my list, which is kind of interesting. This movie,
2: out of all of these movies on this list, was the biggest surprise to me personally. Because I did see this movie in theaters when it premiered. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which came before it and was the beginning of this um, like Planet of the Apes reboot trilogy that we kind of got a few years back was a pretty good movie it was better than i expected it to be but like, nothing cr- too crazy but dawn of the planet of the apes holy shit this movie had no business being as good as it fucking was everything that you get with the community of the apes living together with caesar becoming a leader and then being betrayed by koba who just fucking hates humans and all of the prejudices that come between the humans and the apes and when they begin to learn to live together before the extremes on both sides of them eventually just tear the dynamic down this movie is fucking awesome it was the best blockbuster that year in my opinion and i think that it
0: definitely needs to be on my list there's a lot of people that may have seen one of the movies and this might be the one that they missed which is wild because i think it's definitely the best of the three yeah i agree completely
1: hmm monkey
0: um but war is underrated war is really good too war is also good
1: the only titles that really work is beneath because it's actually beneath and i guess battle because there actually is a battle
2: the reboot trilogy would go um from
0: best to worst i think it's dawn war rise
1: i think that's probably like the general
0: consensus Unless you're a big James Franco or John Lithgow fan.
2: But if you are a big James Franco fan, then that one scene in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes where he has a tiny cameo will make you go insane. That was an outtake from... (laughs) (laughs) He didn't get i believe it because like the whole like second movie the first time i watched it i was like all right where's james franco
0: number 13 alden what is your number 13
3: uh my next up is die
2: hard with a vengeance
0: Ooh, spicy is it spicy i almost didn't
2: want to put it on this list yeah i think it's pretty spicy i think it's definitely the best die hard sequel but i don't think it's better than the original i guess that's fair
3: I don't know. I, I like it better than Die Hard. I honestly cannot give you a good reason. It was a fun time. I enjoyed watching it a whole lot because I think Die Hard is just such a classic that its sequels don't compete very well, but I prefer to watch uh, With a Vengeance.
2: Is there any particular sequence in With a Vengeance that you enjoy? Um, Any one moment that makes you laugh, perhaps with a character standing, wearing a sign? <laughs> What does the sign say, Alden? Alden, what's the sign say? Please don't
3: say the N word. It's an anagram of Ginger. Uh, I think my... my Okay, so a scene that stands out is um,
0: when they're tied up on
3: the boat. It was a weird setup, but they got out of it all right. So, I don't know. I like that part.
0: I really think Die Hard with a Vengeance works for a lot of reasons, and I... I do think it's a better sequel to Die Hard than Die Hard 2. I think it's a better movie than Die Hard 2, and it's it's the second best Die Hard movie. But to say it's better than the original in any way is really hard because the movie really only works as a Die Hard movie for me because of uh, Simon Gruber trying to avenge the death of his brother Hans. Jeremy
2: Irons is really good as Simon Gruber.
0: Jeremy Irons is almost as good as... uh, alan rickman as hans gruber so i think that speaks testament is it wasn't even originally slated as a diehard movie it was supposed to be a bruce willis samuel jackson buddy cop movie called simon says this is really one of the last times bruce willis tried with a movie and i think it really really works this is really the last time bruce willis had a good idea (laughs) interesting
2: until he said yes to over the hedge and as we all know the rest is history Jory, what is your number 13? My number 13 is How to Train Your Dragon 2.
0: Nice. Have you seen this one?
2: <laughs> no. Are you pandering to me? <laughs> yes.
0: Are you Kung Fu pandaing ing me? <laughs> Not yet. So why do you uh, have How to Train Your Dragon at number 13?
2: Um, How to Train Your Dragon 2 is at my number 13. Uh, A lot of it is from secondhand appreciation that I've heard about it, but nearly everybody that I've talked to about this movie has praised how much better it is than the original. It raises the stakes uh, thematically and just narratively. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they expand on the character of his father greatly in this movie, and then they kill him off. Yeah, it's a heartbreaking scene. And that kind of thing is really rare for uh, what would be considered a kids movie by all intents and purposes.
0: Nice. Number 14, Alden. I don't know. I think Iron Man 3. Ooh, nice. All right. Why is Iron Man 3 your number 14?
3: In regards to the awkwardness that was the first Iron Man, this one is just better put together. How do
2: you think of it in comparison to the second Iron Man, Alden?
3: I think it's better than the second Iron Man, but I like Iron Man 2 better.
2: The screenplay is damn better than the second one.
3: Uh, I prefer I prefer the second one. I prefer the antagonist in the second one. However, Iron Man 3 is is better put together overall. And I don't want to say visually because it's the most recent. I will say the cinematography in it is a little better. The scenes that aren't green screen um, and the introduction of the kid uh, who was hinted at in, in game. I guess
2: as a child actor, he did a good job.
1: Yeah. That whole sequence could have been really cringe, but it was actually really funny.
0: Yeah. Thanks Shane black. Very cool. I think what really sets the bar for iron man three to be elevated is ditching John Favreau and acquiring Shane black to end this trilogy. I think it was a really smart move and back to our marvel list where i was really just trying to get iron man 2 to be the best iron man movie me too i think that iron man 3 thrives in the the character of tony stark and less as an iron man movie but it is still a very very solid entry i would hesitate to say it's better than the second one just because of how enjoyable that movie is for me but i agree it's better than the original iron man
3: and i will say also that the role pepper has in this is just better than anything else in the mcu that she's had true pepper always sucks i i think iron man three is where she doesn't
2: she still sucks in iron man three i like iron man three but pepper just sucks (laughs) all right done with mcu movies the world has evolved beyond the need for mcu movies that's why i need to place captain america the winter soldier here
3: (laughs) i was about to say
1: jory the man who has said captain america the first avenger is the greatest marvel movie yes just drafted the winter soldier yes i did
2: at number 14 nonetheless (laughs) i know that i have a lot of esteem for this so why is it better than the first Avenger? it's better than the first avenger in quite a few ways i think that uh bucky as the winter soldier and hydra as an organization are greater antagonistic threats in the winter soldier than uh hydra at least was in captain america 1 red skull was kind of just like a figurehead in that movie captain america the first avenger i appreciate on a not mostly surface level but as far as like the story it's very much just like oh good guys bad guys and the winter soldier is much the same way but it does add that layer of complexity where it's like okay so the bad guys have infiltrated the organization that we have grown to like feel safe with and this is all we know and now this is no longer safe and they're using the uh, structure of society that we've built around us to destroy us from within it's just a little more complex which i appreciate but also the winter soldier is just like a really solid spy thriller if you're going to compare it in that scope against the first avenger the first avenger really can't hold a candle to it because that's just not what it is it tries to reinvent itself and expand on it and bring captain america from the 1940s to the 21st century and i think it does it really well i agree that's how i get away with that
0: number 15 alden's 15 the last thing you'd want him to pick is ice age 2 the meltdown but that's exactly what we're gonna get when blue sky entertainment (laughs) no but it is
3: animated not
0: yet i'm picking kung fu panda 2 all right i respect that why is kung fu panda 2 better than the original so
3: for the most part i think now that the first movie introduced all the characters got their whatever the relationships figured out they were able to just have a different narrative that was a lot more playful and less of an underdog story just the opening scene alone for a kids movie is better than the first one and i love the first one obviously the animation is better i think the budget was much higher and the characters
0: are better done jory what's your number 15
1: what is my burger king foot lettuce right to the point in the list where i think we're just going to get a lot of guilty pleasures or hot takes
0: i don't know i feel like kung fu panda 2 could have been higher i think dreamworks stands absolutely loved that movie just growing the uh the characters and expanding upon them more i think to a lot of people it is probably dreamworks replicating pixar the most in terms of thematic devices it's up there with wait you said that about the b movie no i said that about how to Your dragon 2 oh. in which i think both of them are very similar to each other i think they both uh set they, they have a movie before them that sets the groundwork sets the characters, sets the world and then they do a offshoot movie that is more about growing a single character in particular while also giving you more scenes you love with the ensemble And really, to me, that's what made the Toy Story sequels work. Yeah, it's a no-brainer sequel that's better than the original in my books. I can't believe we did not mention it at all in our DreamWorks list.
1: Imagine watching a DreamWorks movie. Some of
0: us don't have to, Josh.
1: Uh, Yeah, I am wrong, Nate. I'm staring at two movies that haven't been drafted, and I'm like, what? Nobody has brought these up. Yeah, I know. I know.
2: Are you talking about Ice Age The Meltdown? No, they're not talking about Ice Age The Meltdown. Talk about Kill Bill Volume 2? I think I know what one of them is, and I think I should just say it. All right, Jory, why is Jurassic World your number 15? <laughs> X2 X Men United is my number
0: 15. Oh, okay. Oh, that was not. It wasn't one of them? God damn it. All right, so why is X Men 2 uh, X Men United your 15th? sequel better than the original
2: because uh fraser is in it and he's blue all right
1: but i also think it's a tad overrated
0: personally
2: um i tend not to prefer uh sequels that their biggest um contributions to a franchiser like oh now are, there are all these characters but i feel like that's a lot of the love for x2 i mean int- it introduces fan favorites like beasts and nightcrawler and colossus and
1: I mean, the opening sequence is pretty dope
2: i'm not trying to put it down at
0: all it's just like to my personal tastes i think it's interesting how much better though x2 holds up comparison to x-men one but in terms of the direction the special effects and the tone they really knocked it out of the park with x2 and i think that's why it gets a lot of the love that
1: it does but either way a respectful pick
0: yeah i'm glad it's it's up here i I was a little worried about it getting completely left off with uh days of future past being put at 10 i figured that was all the x-men talk we'd have today we'll do that episode someday to you with number 16
3: my next up is star trek beyond you sure you want to talk about star trek movies again (laughs) I know which one this is. Is it not? There hasn't been one after Beyond, has there?
0: Most recent one.
3: Then yes, I know which one we're talking about.
0: What do you have to say about it being better than both Star Trek 2009 and or Star Trek Into Darkness?
3: Both possibly Into Darkness would be a stretch for me. Star Trek Beyond goes beyond. The world building that they have in this to expand on the universe that they've already established multiple times uh what has been done really well i think the action sequences specifically the one they showed off in the trailers of them jumping grabbing each other's arms and then teleporting back to the ship that was a really well done scene and i think the film is just full of that
0: i think was what i wanted from this jj abrams era of star trek reboots it took three to get there but it finally did
3: that's that's pretty much how i feel about it
0: as well all right Jory, what's your number 16? I just spied a movie that I couldn't believe that i
2: let fall by the wayside for this long. My number 16 has got to be Mad Max 2 The Road Warrior.
1: Oh my god.
0: All right. Why is Mad Max 2 Road Warrior better than Mad Max Original?
2: Mad Max 2 is better than Mad Max 1 because a lot of what people identify with that series and with that character come from this movie. Like, the original has some elements but for the most part society is still kind of like together in mad max one it's just that they're just like gangs going around but mad max 2 wild shit like the entire everywhere that we see is a desert you've got these crazy like leather fetish football gear dudes running around and like raping women like mad max just comes in with his dog that's gonna like blow somebody's head off with a shotgun like mad max 2 is fucking crazy compared to mad max 1. like the jump from mad max 1 to mad max 2 is almost as insane as the jump between Mad Max 2 and Mad Max 4. I 100%
0: agree with you. I think they do so much better of elevating the stakes, but growing the world and growing it into this barren wasteland. There's a little bit of, like, this anarchy feel to the first Mad Max, with, you know, Mad Max being this kind of, like, patrol officer whose, like, life is going to shambles, the world's collapsing, and he's, like, true neutral chaos like instead of arresting a guy just handcuffs him to a car and gives him a hacksaw to make a decision like there's some really dark themes in that but i agree it all escalates in road warrior i think it's a solid pick and i'm glad someone chose it do you think it holds a uh a like a flame to what is fury road uh they are currently 13 spots apart and i I'm interesting to hear what your take is between the two. Personally,
2: I enjoy both of them for different reasons. But Mad Max as a franchise is kind of interesting because every entry almost feels like an entry in a completely different series. Yeah, like Mad Max Four: uh, Fury Road, is like we were saying before, it's kind of disconnected from the originals to the point that Max the main character of the fourth movie, has flashbacks to events that never happened in the other movies. The question of is he even the same character comes to mind in which case we kind of don't really have any reason to believe that it's connected
0: to the others besides the world. Alden, what's your number 17? Jurassic World. Why is Jurassic World better than the original? Or, I guess, previous movies in the franchise?
3: I would say it's better than the previous movies in the franchise. Uh, I think Jurassic park just, just in the previous movies they all have their own iconic scenes they really set up everything for jurassic world to succeed but jurassic world takes what they built and expands a bit further they reestablish everything with pretty much a completely different cast i think the acting is a little shoddy but honestly it's not much worse than the original i'm not a huge fan of the original i am not like a huge fan of jurassic world but i do believe that jurassic world was better done than jurassic park one yeah all right um i kind of wish they had animatronic stuff but you know how that goes
2: all right
0: cool jory what's your number 17
2: all right my number 17 is a bit of a guilty pleasure pick that i feel has to go on my list because i don't think alden's gonna pick it my number 17 is going to be Evil Dead 2.
0: Awesome choice. Why do you like Evil Dead 2 more than the
2: original? I like Evil Dead 2 more than the original, uh, despite the fact that I think that both have their own unique charm. Because while the original is kind of a fun, suspenseful, little scary, like low-budget horror movie that's really good, the second one is the best best, in my opinion, the absolute best horror comedy movie that we've ever gotten. I don't think that this movie has been topped at what it does yet. And it's really interesting to track the progression throughout that series to see Evil Dead 1, then Evil Dead 2, and then Army of Darkness. It's kind of like a slider where you have horror on one side and comedy on the other. Evil Dead 1 is all the way on the horror side evil dead 2 is smack is like right in the middle and then army of darkness is just like so fucking wacky that you can't call it anything but a comedy and i love that series a lot and i think evil
0: dead 2 definitely deserves to be on this list yeah i agree i'm glad it got mentioned i was worried as we only have three spots left and evil dead might be one of those that just doesn't quite make the cut
1: neither of you guys have said the two movies i think is totally missing
3: are you talking about thor ragnarok i'm really confused my next up is uh austin powers the spy who shagged me
0: Okay. Why is it better than the International Man of Mystery?
3: Can I interject the like can I get rid of
0: this one and put in gold member instead? Uh you could, but bro moment if you do. I think bra I think gold is the weakest of the three by a lot.
1: Really? I put in the spy who shacked me because I felt like that was the only one that could be debated as better.
0: But if you want gold member, go for it. If you have a good take. I really like the uh, the intro to Goldmember. Yes, and then the movie falls apart. I love it. So you want Goldmember at 18?
3: I'm gonna stick with it if it's gonna be a hard fight, because there's not much I can say.
0: You think Gold is better than the original? I want to hear why. Foxy Cleopatra?
3: Yeah, actually, I think that's Beyonce's only good movie role.
0: I
1: agree? Let me see what Beyonce's been in. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm going to double-check that so I don't, like, second-guess myself later. It's
1: better than Lion King, I'll give you that. Uh, Dreamgirls? <laughs> yeah, but she's, like, a supporting
2: character. She's not, like, the main one. Yeah. All of these are, like, music videos. She was in Wow
0: Wow Wubbsy, Wub Idol. I love Wow Wow Wubsy. Really slept on Nick Jr. Show. Had a lot of imagination. was very similar to that of, like, uh, it was like Adventure Time meets Dora the Explorer. Really solid.
2: She was in uh, Carmen, a hip Hopera. She was a writer for three episodes
3: of Drag Race Thailand. All right, I don't really care that much. Uh, Jory, what's your number you? 18?
2: Is that it? That all? Did.
3: Honestly, I don't feel like uh, I'll persuade
0: anyone for a gold member being above Spy Who Shagged Me. Gonna be honest. Dude, I want to hear your take on a movie you've seen and that you love. So if it's gold member, it's gold member. No points against you.
3: Okay. Well, Spy Who Shagged Me is really good. Also better than the original. Not gonna lie. Fan of uh, Man of Mystery. <laughs> uh, I've watched Gold Member a ton of times for some reason there's not even a particular reason it's like it's on and i'm watching it either on tv or even ethan was playing it one
2: day and i just sat through the rest of it yeah
3: pretty iconic in itself
2: but i mean also them going back in time and then rob lowe was number two holy shit oh yeah god evil and his dad
3: was a better just funnier in gold member that all of it just was a lot more fun to me i like spy who shagged me I'm not a huge fan of man of mystery but i really prefer gold member i think it plays a lot nicer and honestly foxy cleopatra um keeps the flow of the movie
2: going pretty strong number 18 jory all right i think i'm gonna put kill bill volume 2 at my number 18.
0: and why is it better than the first half
2: this is a personal thing for me i do kind of believe that volume 2 is better than volume 1 It can go either way depending on how I'm feeling because I do think that in Volume 2 you kind of miss out on the big like action set pieces that you got in volume one like there's no crazy 88 sequence there's no analog for that like the biggest action sequence that we get is the bride versus l driver which is a kind of like short little fight but the pi may sequences where we see her getting trained i think are fantastic i think that everything that we see of uh beatrix and bill like before like when she was still training is great i don't know I like Kill Bill Volume 2. I really like the character of Bud that we see a lot more. We get to see Bill's character a lot more in Volume 2. It's almost as if it's almost like the relationship between John Wick 1 and John Wick 2, where John Wick 1, you kind of like get the idea that there's this greater world of assassins and that like all of this stuff is just going on and you got to accept it. And then in the sequel, you get to see the function of that and see like how these
0: people actually interact with each other. I think the script is a lot more solid and one thing that i think is really interesting and we're gonna have to get there with our tarantino uh list next month they're associated as being one movie tarantino sees both these movies as i believe his fifth or maybe his fourth movie they're they're connected they were supposed to be one long film and they just wouldn't distribute it that way i do think it works super well as a second part I don't think it works as well as a sequel, but I do agree the characters and the world are more fleshed out, probably a more solid uh, narrative than the first one. The first one is an aimless revenge tale, and we don't really know why.
2: Well, we know why, but the full context,
0: we don't have like everything. The actions of the first movie seem justified after the second. All right, Alden, to you with number 19. We've only got two left. I'm going to have to choose
3: what I've got left carefully. I'm not sure I'm going to keep the order. Eh, For now, I am. I'm going to say Deadpool 2. Oh, my God. Not Cars 3. We'll
0: get there when we get
3: there. Yeah, it's right under it. I mean, All right, so why is Deadpool 2 better than the first one? Uh, so the first one has just an extremely long amount of time in their apartment right before he gets diagnosed with cancer. It takes up a huge chunk of the movie that could have gone elsewhere, and I think Deadpool 2 really doesn't have any of that where it just drags. I think in terms of overall quality, the two movies kind of are close to the same, but Deadpool 2 really just uh, exceeds because it doesn't have scenes that drag on as bad some of them still do like when he's in uh the wheelchair i would say cable is a much better antagonist is cable the antagonist of that movie and i think his name is russell right yeah the way that his character is played and is used for the story is done pretty well and i think picks up the movie beyond what the first
2: one was able to do jory what's your number 19 this one's hard I don't know if I should just play the meta.
0: You got two spots left, so
2: whatever you think. Yeah, I threw the meta out the door. You know what? I'm going to pick a meta pick. I'm going to pick Neighbors 2.
0: (laughs) Okay, why is Neighbors 2 better than the first one?
2: I think that Neighbors 2 is just, in a lot of places, a more solid comedy with a couple more important character moments than neighbors one is because i mean like neighbors one is you know like you got the setup they're doing the jokes da da yeah Franz a dick we get it but then neighbors
0: two you know chloe grace moretz is in it nice alden your final pick here there's tons of movies left which is your last talk your last movie in your top
2: i just want to ask you guys real quick uh, are the two movies that you were talking about before still here
1: yes
3: is one the dark knight rises
1: all, all i'm saying is i just sent nate a snapchat of three glaring movies and i think he agreed they should have been taken in this list so these these last picks are extremely important i think when it comes to judging yeah but then there's also the good chance that we don't pick any of them <laughs> there is there is
3: I'm, I'm having a feeling that i might not pick any of them feel bad that i let dark knight rises fall this low but i'm not gonna pick it i'm not gonna pick an mcu movie good i'm gonna say tron legacy
0: there you go you picked one of one of the ones that was gonna be my last one so alden why is tron legacy a better movie than the original tron It's so fucking easy
3: yeah the original tron sucks yeah it does whatever it's so flat boring i'm not watching it ever again i didn't even finish it when i watched it tron legacy it's not an incredible movie, but it's not bad. I enjoyed watching it, revisiting it uh, whenever I did. It wasn't too long ago. Uh, it still holds up a decent amount. Like the original is absolute garbage, and it makes Tron Legacy look like top ten movies of all time.
1: When I think of movies. That are better than the original tron legacy is one of the first movies that i think i would think of <laughs> that's
2: fair i hesitated in picking it for so long though specifically because i really don't think it's better than a lot of these other movies it may be better in comparison to its
1: original however but that's what this list is all about
2: yeah but we're also sorting them by like
1: tier i don't know you're not the judge jory but you told us that we were <laughs> Doing it based on your opinions and our opinions on the theme. Oh, I see.
3: I didn't pick any of the other remaining movies, but Tron Legacy was my next up on my list. It's actually my number 24, but Jory had picked some of my others. I guess I I see
2: possibly the other, one of the others. Jory, what's your final pick? The last, the last, the last pick? (sighs) No i haven't seen that movie so i'm not gonna say it (laughs) go for it if you think you're playing the meta might as well i'm pretty sure i'm playing the meta okay all right fuck it men in black 3 (laughs) you're not playing the meta there (laughs) why is men in black 3 better than the original because i'm not playing the meta <laughs> <laughs> i think that uh men in black 3 uh as a sequel does a lot of interesting things i mean we know with my preference for days of future past i like it a lot when the original cast goes back in time and visits like a new take on the same characters and i feel like uh josh Brolin does a really good job as uh k, and the relationship between him and will smith is uh handled really well i really like the last scene where um k sees jay when he's young after his Father dies, I believe. Yeah. I it's handled really well. I agree. You see some of those little moments of like heart and character moments in the original Men in Black, like when Kay uh, leaves at the end and uh, goes back to be with the woman that he loves. Nothing really to that same extent that we see in Men in Black 3.
0: I agree that Men in Black 3 is the best Men in Black movie, which I know is really a hot take, but I, I, I agree with all the things that you've said. I think Men in Black 3 has a lot more heart than the first two. And I also think it does a lot with uh, the time travel element and setting it in the time frame where alien phenomenon was at its height. I think there's a lot of things that are missed in the other Men in Black movies that were captured perfectly in Men in Black 3. Josh Brolin as a young Tommy Lee Jones was knocked out of the park. One of the best uh, performances of a... uh, of a blockbuster that summer yeah he was awesome i really enjoyed it i'm happy it made the list there's a couple sleepers that are left off but now we're at the point in the show where we have to put these two lists head to head josh do you want to go with your take first on who determined the best well actually before we get there did you guys write down your lists uh for the 20 movies i did yeah how about we read it real quick starting at 20 all the way up to one the best movie sequels better than the original no the one that we just made i'll read alden's then thank you number 20 tron legacy number 19 deadpool 2 number 18 gold member number 17 jurassic world number 16 star trek beyond number 15 kung fu panda 2 number 14 iron man 3 number 13 die hard with a vengeance Number 12, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Number 11, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. Number 10, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Number 9, Goblet of Fire. Number 8, Adam's Family Values. Number 7, Toy Story 3. Number 6, John Wick Chapter 2. Number 5, Batman Returns. Number 4, Skyfall. Number 3, Mad Max, Fury Road. Number 2, The Dark Knight. And number 1, Shrek 2, Jory. What is your
2: list? Number 20, Men in Black 3. Number 19, Neighbors 2. Number 18, Kill Bill 2. Number 17, Evil Dead 2. Number 16, Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior. Number 15, X2, X-Men United. Number 14, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Number 13, How to Train Your Dragon 2. Number 12, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Number 11, The Empire Strikes Back. Number 10, X-Men Days of Future Past. Number 9, Superman 2. Number 8, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Number 7, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Number 6, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Number 5, Spider-Man 2. Number 4, Blade Runner 2049. Number 3, T2 Judgment Day. Number 2, The Godfather Part 2. And number 1, Toy Story 2.
0: All right. So I took notes through this whole video about what I liked and didn't like about your guys's picks. Um, And it kind of determined my overall who I think formed the best list is I thought that Jory had a far superior top 10. I think it's almost like he was making this list without a competitor. I think all 10 movies in the top 10 are interesting, good takes for sequels better than the original. I think he has a couple sleeper hits towards the bottom, things that I would have on my list, but I don't think would be uh, generally accepted as sequels better than the original. Whereas Alden's list, I felt was a little bit more of a mixed bag, but there were more hot takes. And less safe choices, like ones that I really appreciate. I think putting things like Batman Returns really high up there, John Wick Chapter 2, Mad Max Fury Road, things that might not agree with everyone is really solid. I, I'm actually kind of I'm kind of stuck here between which which list I like more. I feel like both are extremely valid. If these were both separate lists put head to head, I think Jory got away with some better drafts but I think Alden's list has a lot of merit.
1: I agree, too. I think Jory had a really strong top 10. But then, yeah, after Empire Strikes Back for Jory, things started to get a little weird for me. Alden was really good at picking sleeper picks, but then I also feel like he picks some of those sleeper picks too early. They're both good lists.
0: We can't have a tie here. Yeah. Going blow for blow.
1: (sighs) who do you think did it better blow for blow a lot a lot of this is coming down to on jory's list there's some movies that he picked that are connected to other franchises that alden picked and how i'm looking at it is he picked the better ones uh that top 10 list is so strong, even if the bottom five I don't think are very good. Overall, I got to give Jory the the, the the point here.
0: I think I'm with you. I mean, I, I think Jory kind of stole with with Godfather Part 2 at number two. I mean, he got Spider-Man 2. He got Prisoner of Azkaban. I, I think in terms of these, these movies that have uh, other sequels that Alden ended up picking, I think Jory kind of stole the better option i do think there's a lot of merit to be had especially in the bottom i think if it were going top 10 versus bottom 10 i think alden's list is more consistent all the way through picks like star trek 2 wrath of khan even though he didn't know what movie it was and star trek beyond like really kind of elevate that bottom 10 for me because those are movies that i thought could have been cases for top 10 whereas jory just I mean, dude, the top like 15 on Jory's list is stacked. I 100% agree with for here as well. That's a dub. This was this was a close game though for a first draft. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Duel of the Takes podcast. Jory secured the win over Alden and will fight the winner of next week's draft battle debate, where Nate and Josh will be facing off to determine the top 20 coming of age sports movies. And as always, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.